Hey guys, and welcome to Outnumbered with Kelly and Hollis. And today we're going to be talking about branding and how to brand yourself and how to brand your experience and how to brand your resume. And that's just the magic word of the day, branding. Mm, magical. <laughs> oh, sometimes I don't like it, but it's okay. Um. <laughs> and we work together, so it's great. <laughs> kidding, kidding. So. All right, so with branding, um, it honestly could mean a lot of different things. So for me, branding has been really, really important. So if you look at my Facebook page, my LinkedIn, my Instagram, um, everything that's kind of me, it all kind of has the same feel. Well, it has the same feel, but a little different feel depending on what the specific platform is. Because obviously my profile picture for LinkedIn is not going to be the same profile picture for Instagram. But for the most part, they all have kind of the same theme because since I'm, you know, entering in the corporate America world, I do want um, basically the same persona of me to be displayed on all of the platforms that I have. And so branding for me is really important. If you go, my color theme is like green. That's not important, but I thought you guys should know that because I really like green. <laughs> I don't even have a color theme. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> but yeah, so getting back to branding, um, honestly, one of the really important things that I think that I did was making a website or a portfolio. And so a lot of people think that with a website or a portfolio, it's only for like graphic designers or people of some kind of design background. But honestly, no, it can be for everything. Like every, well, I guess everyone and everything. But um, it can be for marketing people, it can be for construction, it can be for entertainment. For me, it was just kind of a cool way that I can show my brand and kind of create a visual for my resume. Mind you, a lot of um, companies, they're getting a bunch of resumes, they're getting a bunch of applications. So you also have to think about what sets you apart, what can they go to that's honestly memorable for them. A lot of people don't have websites. And then also for me, when I was applying to things, they had... Um, in the application, they would have, like, links, maybe, like, insert your link here. And oh, before, yeah. I would be like, N-A. And so <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Cut her right then and there. Yes. And then that's when I was like, oh, girl, you're slacking. So um, then I went back. And then, honestly, there's a lot of different places that you can do a website. You can do Squarespace. You can do WordPress. I personally really like... Um, It's so great. It blows her mind. She can't even remember the name of it. Clearly. Huh. Wix. Wix? No, it's not Wix. Nothing's wrong with Wix, though. That's nothing against them. Uh, well, Weebly. That is what it's called. I love Weebly. I think Weebly is so bomb for if you're doing a um, personal portfolio. Kelly, feel free to jump in at any time. <laughs> Well, Hollis is more the website expert. I, I have had experience with WordPress, but in the little that I have used it, it's not very user-friendly to people who can't oh, code. Yeah, I hate it because I don't know what I'm doing. It's not that I, okay, it's not that I hate it. It's just I'm not knowledgeable in it, so that's not my go-to because the one time I did use WordPress, it looked like crap because I didn't know what I was yeah. doing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, because I had to work on it for 
the organization that I worked with had their website within WordPress. So I got a little experience, but it's hard to make it look really professional and make it stand out on WordPress if you don't know how to really manipulate and code and have that little techno speak because otherwise you're just using the basic settings and it looks like any other kind of freebie website you can get out there. So, I mean, WordPress, if you are really into that side of things, the engineering, coding side of it, you do you. You know, I'm sure there's a coding for dummies book out there that was made (laughs) for people like me. But, I mean, that's one thing in this industry. If you don't know it, and this is something I should be better at, if you don't know something, learn it. Because you never know when that skill would come in handy. Because I didn't know WordPress, and now I know a gen- like a general amount of it just from working on it at my job. But like Photoshop, I never used Photoshop that much. And then when I got into marketing, I used it a bunch. And now it's been a really helpful tool being here at ESPN, and it's not a skill that everyone has, so it's something that makes you stand out. Yeah, because I do not have that skill. But I'm learning. So yes. <laughs> going back to what she's saying, Definitely learn, definitely put yourself out there. But um, going back to branding and everything, so I personally love Weebly for portfolios. And like I said, it's, for me, a way to kind of tell the story of my resume because you can only fit so many words. You can only fit so much experience in a resume. Honestly, I don't even have all of my experience on a resume because (laughs) it just doesn't fit. You're trying to get in the key things. um, You're trying to get in the key jobs that you have. So all the little things, maybe some of your internships that might apply to the job, but you just don't have space for it, don't make it. So that's when you can honestly put it on your portfolio or you Mm -hmm. can put it on your website. That way, They also have a visual representation of how you work and how you present yourself in that aspect. I was also a part of this group called PRISM um, at Virginia Tech, which was a student-run advertising agency. And we were um, under the most amazing woman ever, Donna Waterlick. And she was very adamant that we all needed a website or we all needed kind of a portfolio because, like I said, it just gives you kind of that leverage and that step up because a lot of people aren't doing it. There's only like a handful of people that are doing their website. Or would you say that's true? Do a lot of people I mean, have I have one. It's very outdated because I had to do it for a school project. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's a useful tool because I've gone back and been like, man, I really need to update this because it would just be nice. Because I mean, you even said that, didn't you get your job with ESPN Now based off your website? Ah, yes. Little plug. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So actually, (laughs) just a quick little story. So I got my job with ESPN because my mom actually attended a conference down in Disney World. It was some kind of like career working, I don't know. But when she was there, she met my boss. And then so they started talking. And then my mom was like, oh, are you guys hiring? She was like, yeah, we are actually. And then from there, my mom pulled up my um, website HollisBrownPortfolio.com if you're interested. But she put <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> Take your headphones out. Yeah. <laughs> but she pulled up my website, and then from there I got, I think um, within like a week, they called me to on a, uh, hear more about me, um, get more a better idea of my experience, what I was looking to do. And then I had a formal interview, I think, three days later. And then within a couple of hours, I had the job. So honestly, I think 
for me, having a website or a portfolio is way better than a resume because it puts everything kind of into perspective. But honestly, I think with branding, it comes from a lot of different things. Like you don't necessarily have to have a website, but you do need to think of ways that's going to make you stand out because everyone has a resume. Everyone is trying to get a job. So what is going to be that one thing that's going to make people remember you and think, oh, they're going above and beyond just to apply for the job. Obviously, they'll probably go above and beyond when they actually have the job. Because you always hear those stories on LinkedIn where um, I think it was like a guy delivered like donuts that said like hire me and they had like his resume attached to it. Have you seen that? I have not. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I love LinkedIn. That's my favorite platform. But there's always different things on there where it's like people um, hand deliver their resumes and they go up there and like that way they put a name to a face. So I think branding overall is just figuring out what exactly is going to set you apart and make you memorable for whatever job that you're out seeking to get. Yeah. And I mean, just kind of like Hollis touched on, I mean, it, you could get really creative with it. It may not work all the time because you could get that like one in a million hire. That's or true. Hiring committee that hates donuts That's and true. thinks they're like Satan's. That's true. Food. And going off that, <laughs> this may not work. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Turn the volume down. <laughs> but no, to be realistic, it may not work. Like, just, I don't want to say like having a website is going to be your job guarantee every time or like delivering donuts is going to be your job guarantee every time because sometimes it doesn't work um sometimes it goes down to like you and how you interview don't think like just because you did that that you definitely got it and you don't have to try anymore like it's just figuring out ways that kind of make people go oh who is this person because you know we always hear that they people look at resumes for like 10 15 seconds and if then that. they, yeah, and then they, like, throw it away. So it's, like, you're really um, trying to stop the scroll or stop the, I don't know, the search. You just want them to be flipping through everyone else's, and then when they get to whatever is yours, they're like, huh, yeah. what's this? You want to hold their attention. Yeah. that's. I think that's the main thing of this. Try to figure out a way that you're going to be able to hold someone's attention, that you're going to be memorable, and then figure out what works for you. Like, mine was a website, and then I also just really enjoyed making the website. I was literally kind of doing that, like, every day. The way Kelly is rolling her eyes, that wasn't for her. She's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, Tiff, I love redoing my resume. I love doing my portfolio. I love branding myself. That is, like, my thing right now. Absolutely obsessed. It's not my thing. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's not for everyone. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you have to just kind of find your thing. I don't know. Kelly, what's your thing? My thing? Yeah. Well, it's not related to sports, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do think, um, touching on that, I mean, a big part nowadays with personal branding is social media because mm -hmm. it's free, and it's yeah. a really great way to not only showcase who you are, your skills, um, but if you do have a little money to invest, one thing I've noticed, if you can have a business card – that is another thing that goes a long way That's true. I don't have one. because I'm in the process and like I'm trying to design it right now. And okay, girl. I'll yeah. See you. Yeah. See, she makes websites. I make business cards, okay, you know, girl. potato, potato. <laughs> but I mean, when I've been on events, like that's how people communicate, especially with or like stay in touch since we'll work with teams that 
I mean, I may only work with one team and then not see them again for another few years, but like I got to know the ticketing manager with Charlotte really well and he gave me his card and we've been able to stay in touch because of that. And it's such an easy way to give away your contact information without having to, oh, here, let me pull my phone out. Oh, or mm-hmm. scan, you know, whatever, however people communicate these days. I'm a 94-year-old 94, 94 man, so I only text and call if text. Wait, what? <laughs> um, so <laughs> I don't really know how people really communicate these days, but a business card is a great way to give out um, your phone number, at least in a business setting. No, so. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. The only thing um, to go off of that is, like, if you do have um, a business card with your resume, if you do decide to make a website or um, whatever you have, just make sure that the design is kind of cohesive and that everything kind of builds off of each other. That way mm-hmm. they have something to associate with you. We're trying to create a total package, you know? Companies don't just do branding. That's why earlier I was like, my color is green. Because, you know, when you see red and yellow, you think McDonald's and stuff. So it's like I want to kind of create that persona of my brand. So, like, when you see these things, you're like, oh, okay, it's connected to me if I ever do. Right now, I'm kind of like a nobody, but like when I do get... Not true. <laughs> that is not true. When I do blow up and have this amazing career, I want everything to be like encompassing and you able to kind of identify my brand, whether it's like your name and career. You know, you always see people where they have like their signatures, like their brand mm-hmm. or like whatever. So just figuring out, like I said, just... Yeah. And there's a lot of great um, different companies out there. That'll kind of do it for free. I mean, even LinkedIn. Wait, for real? Well, like free design, and then it's cheap to, um, like, print them. Wow. Sorry. I know. Yeah, I, I was like, I ended my sentence at a very bad time. Oh, okay. I lured you in. Yeah, it was the sales with side false of me. information. Yeah, so. don't do false advertising. <laughs> um, but, I mean, one thing I had noticed back when I was working in collegiate athletics and even staying in touch with people I know is that like, even there's a big push now with college athletic programs to create this very unified mm-hmm. brand between their different athletes. Like, you want your wrestling to match your football, and you want your football to match your women's lacrosse. You don't want it all to look like one because it just, I mean, aesthetic. it's more aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. But, I mean, you have to essentially treat yourself like a company because that's what you, I mean, you're the product, and you're selling that mm-hmm. to a potential employer and you want to make sure that you're selling yourself right and that they're going to stop and you know just like maybe you see a bag of chips on the aisle and you're like oh I like that bag that catches your eye you look at it you think about it a little bit longer and then that maybe gives you that gets you to the door and then you have to use your substance and your quality and the skills and assets that you bring to the table to get you through the door Mm -hmm. but your branding gets you to that door Mm -hmm. Um, or at least it'll help you get there. And I think overall, there's a lot of ways that you can get to the door. So, like, your branding will get you to the door and networking will get to get you to the door. So the stronger you are in all those areas will make you stronger in getting through that door and breaking into sports. Mm-hmm. So, like, if your network is strong, then that's super cool. If your brand is strong, it honestly looks like you have it all together and that if you're able to respectfully and creative creatively represent yourself then that's going to be portrayed into the brand they're going to say oh she does such a good job of like doing this for herself and she goes above and beyond then imagine what she can do for us and how she can aid in what we already have going on because I think that's the main thing you're just really trying to show 
how you can be of value to them, how you're able to add something to what they already have going on, how you're going to honestly make their life easier. And I think that's the main thing of what you're trying to prove whenever you're looking for a new job or internship or whatever you're trying to do. Or um, honestly, just do the interview process. Your main thing is trying to show in as many ways as you can how you're going to be able to honestly add value to whatever they have going on. I mean, that's what a company is looking for. Mm -hmm. How are you going to improve what they already have? Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, it is important, especially with social media, that, I mean, employers can go out there and see everything. So Mm -hmm. be very careful about the image that you're portraying on your social media accounts. If you don't want someone to see that, Make it private. Make it private. <laughs> make, it, make it private, guys. Like, it's, I can't even stress that enough. It's very important. I mean, even my Twitter, I mean, it's not private or anything. I mean, you do have to request it, but even then, in my bio, I always say, like, my opinions are my own. It does not reflect, like, the company that I work for. Um, I just try and make sure that you're always kind of representing not only yourself, but also being professional as well and not trying to, you know, as Hollis has said, burn any bridges or cause any conflict Mm -hmm. because what we say on social media now has a lot more weight than (laughs) what it used to. Like um, with Kevin Hart when, Mm -hmm. because I just, you know, watched this documentary, which is amazing. I definitely recommend it to anyone if you have Netflix. But with his whole thing with the Grammy situation about how his tweets, um, like his anti-gay came out from like 10 years ago yeah and then they were affecting the business that he had now and then first of all I was like well who got time to be going back 10 years like how did this even come up there are people yeah no people there's some evil people out here in this world so it's just like you really got to make sure that you are tip-top shape and that you are perfect in it well not perfect in every aspect because nobody's perfect but you're doing what you can do to not kind of honestly um There's like a phrase for it, but it's escaping. I got distracted by your like waving hand, so. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, don't like hurt yourself by putting unnecessary comments out there on the internet. Everything doesn't deserve a reaction. Everything doesn't need your response. Um, Yeah, we don't need to know what you're doing 24-7. So just be mindful of that. And if you have any questions... Ask your friends. Be like, hey, is this appropriate? Personally, I have my mom, where if I post anything inappropriate on Instagram or Facebook, I will instantly get a message or a DM, and she'll be like, do you really think that this was what you should have uploaded? And I immediately feel bad, and I delete it. So <laughs> for me, that's my, um, that's my, what is it? It's your standard. You're like... Like my voices? I don't know. You're tapping your shoulders. Well, because I was trying to mean? do like <laughs> good voice versus evil voice. Oh, the little angel and devil. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do, but it wasn't coming out. So, yeah. I mean, I have the similar thing. I don't actually post it, but any before I ever put anything on there, I always think, would my mom like this? And that's if not, true. it doesn't make the feed. Yeah. I got to keep my mom happy. Yeah. Sometimes my judgment's bad, though. That's like, true. Yeah, there sure. are yeah, certain like, yeah, things out there good. that could maybe impair your judgment. Mm-hmm. 
I would recommend staying off of social media if yeah. you come into contact with those. Or even sometimes it's hard because it's like, you know, you got your personal life that's popping. And then you got, yeah, but then you got your <laughs> professional life, and you know that's popping too, but popping in a different way. And then sometimes, like There's especially with Instagram, <laughs> I be trying to combine the two, but I gotta realize that it's two different people. Like fun weekend holidays, that's Celeste, okay? Oh, and then professional, <laughs> professional, that's Hollis, okay? And so I'm totally kidding; they're both the same person. But I'm just, just being Kelly. Able <laughs> 24 hours a day. No, but that was like a thing on, what is it, Twitter or Instagram, where it was like the two different people, oh, like yeah, your yeah, weekend yeah. view. <laughs> so since I don't have a Twitter, that was my way of participating. But um, just being able to understand of if you're going to combine the two um, lives, make sure like you're taking the precautions. So like your page is private if you're going to have that persona of like the weekend you or you're just doing it for fun. Or if you do want your Instagram to be a little more professional or have like that aspect of it portrayed that you're doing that so basically picking a persona and kind of sticking with that and being on brand for what you want it to be if you want your instagram to be all clubbing go for it girl but club then, it up yeah but then don't try to like incorporate your business meetings with it and then go and invite your supervisors to like your instagram because then they're gonna be like hold on what's going on here <laughs> So it's just like, you know, finding balance. Well, I think that is a great ending point for today. I agree. I agree. All right. So we hope you guys like this episode on branding. We hope you're going to take some tips and move it forward. Just to kind of recap, figure out what works for you and what's going to make you memorable in your job search. Or honestly, even while you have the job, what's going to stand out to you? What are you going to do that are going to make people think, huh, what's going to stop the scroll or stop and grasp their attention? You can do a website. You can do business cards. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, um, so <laughs> I mean, I know I said it was the end, but going off of that, just make sure, yes, you are, you know, attracting attention for it, but stay true to yourself. Yeah. The business wants to hire you, mm-hmm. not someone you're pretending to be. Yeah. And it can really come back to bite you if they're expecting one thing, get another. That's true. That's true. That's not what I was trying yeah. to say <laughs> at all. Just to clarify, your brand is what represents you. So it's what's true to you of finding your way to stand out, not just doing what you think they want to do or doing something that's not true to you. That's not it. Always be yourself. Do you. And on that note, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.